0: This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. I'm here with Krista. Well, I'm out with Krista Hall. How are you, Krista?
1: I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. We cannot get out of the exchange.
1: I, I love it. It's it's so nice to be here.
0: I know. I, I parked in my same parking space as <laughs> last week. It's kind of great. I'm like, this is like deja yeah, vu going on like here. It's
1: like you're going to have your own name on like a little nameplate
0: somewhere I hope so. Maybe the will yeah. nameplate and food. We are at Lark at 91 Albert Street. We are with Kristen Chemerica Lou. I'm good this week. Wow. I got a name right this week. How are you? (laughs) I'm with Kristen and Krista. You know, I'm going to get you two confused sooner or later, right?
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Kristen, how are you? I'm well. How are you?
0: I'm well. We know each other from way back, which is kind of funny. So, Krista says, hey, we're going to Lark. I'm like, okay. And then I do some digging. I'm like, dude, I know these two. You do know us. You know, Kyle, Kristen from Chew, you know, and you guys have moved. So let's talk about what was the old and what became the new. Okay?
2: Yeah. Um, So we started just over seven years ago with our first restaurant, uh, Chew in River Heights. Uh, We had an adjacent bakery and that was a lot of fun. Um, But we grew up a little bit um, and have a few kids. And we needed to change our lifestyle so that we could enjoy it. Um, and so we found this gorgeous space in the exchange, this exact same strange way we found Chu, which was a Kijiji ad. Oh. Hang on,
0: hang on. What? What? Yep. Okay. Yep. H- okay. So how did you find Chu on a Kijiji ad?
2: Okay. So I found Chu on a Kijiji ad when I was seven months pregnant with our oldest son. And convinced Kyle that this is, we need to quit our jobs and do this. (laughs) Pregnant crazy brain, that's where (laughs) I went. And so that's what we did. Um, It was always a plan that we had, but one day I just decided to type in restaurants for rent into Kijiji.
0: What were you guys doing when you typed that in? What were you you employed doing?
2: Uh, We were working for another company in uh, their catering department. Right. Um, And it was a great job and I liked it a lot. But, you know, we'd ha- always had this one day thing. And if we were changing one thing in our life, we should just blow it all up. Wow. <laughs> so we cool. might as well open a restaurant with our two and a half month old son. So that's what we did.
0: See, only the woman could convince the man of that. The man, if you brought that up. Oh, so would have been a horrible
2: down, idea. 100%. And like we already had a business plan written like this was something we were going to do. And so we just took the opportunity to do it. And everybody said, was that crazy to do with an infant? And I said, yes, but I didn't know it then. And I didn't know it was going to be hard. And by the time we had our second child, I went, wow, this would have been a horrible idea if I knew these things before we did this. But I didn't know any better. And that was the best way to do it because you adapt and you learn. But uh, running a restaurant that's open six days a week at night didn't leave a lot of time for our family. So I, a year and a half ago, started searching on Kijiji restaurants for rent exchange, because we'd always meant to open in the exchange district. And when we moved back from Toronto or when I moved back and he moved here, we're like, we're going to open a restaurant in the exchange. And eight years ago, there was just nothing available to do that. And so then I happened a year and a half ago. Well, it doesn't hurt to look. Right. It's just it's like shoe shopping online. It doesn't mean I'm going to buy it, um, but it kind of does. And so I'm like, look, Kyle, it's it's the Mondragon space. We can't not do this.
0: And he's like, man, again, what is happening? It's a deja vu. Again.
2: Literally the same thing. And he goes, you're not pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how does
1: um, changing a location offer more work life balance? Well, the
2: beauty of the exchange is it's a very vibrant area during the day. Okay. People come to the exchange during the day to work, to shop, to exist. In the way that everybody leaves River Heights during the day because they are going somewhere to work and shop and live their life. You know, I
0: never thought of that when you said Mm -hmm. that. When she was asking that question, you explaining that. I never thought of that at all, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, we didn't appreciate that we, A, could have a work-life balance in our industry, and that is simply having hours that are daytime. So right. I get to pick my kids up from school. I get to make dinner now. My kids don't realize what mommy does with her time most of the time. I mean, they still demand cakes and cupcakes because they know what mommy <laughs> does. Um, but it, it has afforded us balance in a way that I am so grateful for.
0: just nice. crazy. Yeah. Okay, so when you guys decide... You come and look at the space, you know, you want the space, mm-hmm. but you still got a space. You're committed to that space. How do you get around that?
2: Well, you just like, well, there's only two years left in my lease. It'll be fine. I can do everything. It'll be fine. And then we just got really lucky that there was interest in the other space. And we had a landlord that was prepared to let us out of our lease. That's unheard of. And We're really, really lucky people, and we are aware of that and very grateful for it. Um, And so we now are in the most amazing space with even more amazing landlords, and everything is exactly the way it should be. Well, it's a lovely space.
0: It's so
1: bright and open, and it smells amazing
0: in here. Yeah, I just... When I walked in, I'm like, I can't believe we haven't been here before. This I has know. been sitting here and we haven't been
2: here. Exactly.
0: It's insane.
2: It's actually a really neat part of being in the exchange that people are like, I had no idea you were here. Yeah. And it's so fun to have someone find us every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And I hope that never stops. I want people to know we're here, but I also don't want that sense of wonder to go away right. that somebody found this little gem on Albert Street that isn't actually that little, but.
0: But it looks little. from The storefront looks like, oh, what a nice little store. And then you go in and it's like, holy crap, it's big in here.
2: It is big in here. And so it's really, it. you know, we have started lovingly referring to Chew as our starter home. And everybody starts small. Mm-hmm. And we did with our 300-square-foot dining room. And now we have a 2,000-square-foot guest space here, which is so nice. And, you know, just like people buy a second home, this is our second restaurant it's growing up yeah
0: nice let's talk about the space it is the last time i i visited you guys you guys were in a smaller space but the space was really good you had a good following there tons of people i'm sure river heights really loved you guys right
2: it is a loyal neighborhood and we really appreciate the seven years of support, and even just the kind of messages we got in moving. Like, we'll still come visit you, we promise. (laughs) How dare you move? (laughs) A few, and that was totally fair. And for those we know really well, we still drop stuff off.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I still
2: go home to River Heights. So, I mean, like, it wasn't just where my restaurant is. Oh, you guys
0: live in River Heights? We do. Oh.
2: Our second home we bought in River Heights. Were you originally living in the Exchange? (laughs) No, we weren't in the Exchange before that. Uh, It it is a wonderful neighborhood, and where I met my, made my home, and where my kids go to school. And it, leaving for a restaurant is certainly not a criticism of the neighborhood. Right. But we like to be downtown and the vibrancy that affords.
0: Right. So let's explain again why you moved. Like before, again, I was kind of wondering how you got a a work-life balance through moving downtown. But, the, but, you know, it's obvious to you, but it wasn't obvious to me. You moved downtown because?
2: Downtown is vibrant. And Winnipeggers know this. And I know some Winnipeggers are probably rolling their eyes. But people come downtown to work. And they come downtown to shop. And to feel the bustle of the exchange is a beautiful thing. This The exchange district feels like downtown in every major city. And I couldn't resist wanting to be a part of that.
0: Okay, the name. What's with the name?
2: So, Chu was an amalgamation of our last names. Mm, uh, yeah. First two letters of Chimerica and the last two letters of Lou. And, and how we fitting, right? Always thought we were funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we and, confirm you are.
2: <laughs> um, and Lark is actually the name of my husband's family cottage.
1: Oh. And so.
2: In leaving our cozy neighborhood space, we still wanted to invoke something, at least to us, that has beautiful, warm memories behind it. And so, um, Lark is actually an amalgamation of family names that own that cottage. And so, we thought it was fitting to continue. And also, it gave us an excuse to have a cool bird logo. Right? Oh, gotcha,
1: gotcha, it gotcha. is. Gotcha. I like your logo. It was nice
2: to move on from the cow, but still animal appropriate. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Um, let's talk about, besides the obvious difference of the building itself, the space itself, what are the differences between the Chew and the lark?
2: Lark? Um, lark is a lot more casual. And so because we're open daytime, we have a breakfast and lunch focused menu. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to still make really great food, but something that feels accessible to everybody at a pretty accessible price point. And so... I would be lying through my teeth if I claimed that's what I did at Chew. I wanted to make nice, fancy little things. But I think in growing up and feeling comfortable in our own skin and aging from our late 20s to mid to early 30s, baby
0: still, huh? Yeah. What a
2: baby. Um, no, but you feel confident in what you do. And I don't need to show off with super expensive ingredients and high priced menu right, items. Yeah. And I want to make things that are delicious and $8 and feel good about that too. And that you can come for a quick bite and it isn't your whole day or your whole evening, but something you incorporate into your morning routine. And you can grab a bagel and cream cheese in the morning on your way to work. And we make our own bagels and that's, they're tasty cause they're warm and fresh. Nice. And that's the simplicity in what we do here is, I think a big part of what we do now. So what are your hours? We are currently open 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Tuesday to Saturday.
0: Okay. You know what's awesome about that? Speaking of the exchange and businesses and exchange, is cause you guys are the daytime place. Mm-hmm. You get great lunch and all, and and breakfast and stuff. And then next door is, is Cordoba.
2: Well, and it's a perfect symbiotic relationship. 100%. Because no one felt threatened when we moved in. Yep. You know, getting a new restaurant neighbor causes some yep. pause. And they're like, wait, wait, we don't cross over. They open right. at five. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and it you can just have this lovely neighborhood relationship. And I actually think that's the most beautiful part about being in the exchange is not just our lovely direct neighbors, but it's a family among restaurants. And especially with covid and all right. the changes in the world the restaurants and the exchange went we need to work together to make this yep. viable for everyone not it's every man for themselves and y'all just try your best well to that issue
1: patio is a perfect example of a collaboration between how many different restaurants
2: like oh those zoom meetings ranged from six to t- <laughs> 16 of us i right? think at one point but it's so like it feels so uniquely winnipeg that right. that could happen. Right. Like, that didn't happen in major cities without large restaurant associations. The Exchange District biz floated this idea of working together, and all of these people in the neighborhood were like, "Yeah, we do different things and complement each other, and our goal is for our success and our survival is making sure our neighborhood stays vibrant." And I, what a cool thing to want from your neighbors and from a neighborhood, and especially one that's not always seen as super warm and welcoming.
0: Right?
1: 100%. And you're not just the restaurant. You also have a bit of a market
2: space here. We do. So. And we have been passionate about local products and local makers since we opened Chew. And we still wanted to carry that ethos forward. And so we do it with our menu, but also with products we carry and showcase in our shop. And so there's neat stuff from people who make things all over Manitoba.
0: Totally. That's, it's crazy how much good stuff there is at is in your backyard that a lot of people don't even know about, right?
2: Well, and even if they just see it in my store and go on to their website, I'm glad to be that point of connection for someone. Mm-hmm. No, I can't carry everybody's whole line, but I can show off this these two, three super cool things they do. And then you can go support them elsewhere. And that's still really amazing. It's not always about the bottom line, but who you meet along the way and how you support each other and... That's how we're going to be successful, I hope.
0: No, <laughs> oh, for sure. That's the way it is. Um, green, am I saying this right? Green shakshuka?
2: You are saying that, right? Look
0: at that, two in a row. I said her oh. name right? And I, I, I said was this- going to
1: say, it's, it's not a last name. That's why you got it right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
2: So uh, shakshuka is a Middle Eastern inspired breakfast dish, mm-hmm. typically with cooking um, eggs in a tomato or red pepper based sauce. And so we do it with uh, roasted poblano peppers yeah, and nice. yeah. kale just to give you a little something, a little something different, a little warmth, a little hearty vegetalness on a quasi classic.
0: <laughs> yeah, that popped out of me right away. Um, and Larry's brisket tacos.
2: Yeah. So we had a delightful staff member who took tacos very seriously <laughs> in life. Very seriously. I take tacos pretty seriously. Nobody takes tacos more <laughs> seriously than Larry. I say this definitively. Um, and so it is our homage to him that we make tacos with an authentic salsa. And we make tacos with an authentic sauce. And Larry grew up in Arizona and New Mexico. And Larry feels really strongly about tacos. And so.
0: There's he, no cut and corners on Larry's tacos. There is tacos.
2: no cut and corners on Larry's brisket tacos.
0: So hang on. So. Before Larry rolled along, were they just called brisket tacos? We just
2: did not have tacos on the menu Mm. until we had a Larry. Wow.
0: (laughs) So
1: this is your summer menu.
2: This is our summer menu. So um, continuing with the same seasonal philosophy we operated Chew with, we do that here as well. And so we live in Manitoba and we do embrace our seasonality. And we simply don't get some things in winter here. And that's okay. And we get really great things in the winter. So we had 250 pounds of local pumpkin dropped off yesterday. Wow.
0: But let's talk about the space itself. Like, how much work did you have to do when you first moved in?
2: The bones were here. And so that was...
0: Like this fireplace was here?
2: In a different version of itself with a very large sports-oriented TV.
0: Oh, Mm. Oh, where the... where the Where the moss wall is. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, and so, this space had beautiful bones and has be- always had beautiful bones. And so, it took a little bit of work to get it where we wanted. Um, but it took a little convincing of my husband that this is worth this work. I see it. I promise this is what it's going to look like. Um,
0: you convinced that guy of everything.
2: I do. He takes some talking. and You'd never know he's actually hard to convince of things, but he is. He's not easily swayed. I I
0: remember him as being very laid back. He
2: is very laid back. And I'm very persuasive. It's a (laughs) lovely combination. Works for both (laughs) of us. Um, And so, honestly, he he did this. He did the work? Yeah.
0: Did he really? Yeah. Wow. I said, I "I want to do
2: this. And he went, oh, are you sure? And I said, you have to trust me. And he said, fine. I was like, when have I been wrong? And he, after he stopped laughing, he said, fine. <laughs> yeah, and so um, my husband and one of my servers actually did 90% of wow. the work here. Wow. Great yeah. job.
0: Yeah, they did a really good job. Did, was it a hard space to fill from where you were coming from?
2: It filled very quickly. It's like, you know when you move from a little house to a big house and and you you're think like, I Whoa, got all this space. I'm going to yeah. have so much room. And you're like, wow, my stuff takes up all this room. I had a lot of stuff. Mm. That's how, like, it's only, we've just... Been here just over a year and we're like wow we filled this space no problem
1: <laughs> so you're both working here you yep. both have culinary background we do and
2: yeah. is one both, of, hang
0: on you're both red seal chefs
2: we are both right. red seal chefs right. we actually met in culinary school 15 years ago
0: when i when i met you literally you guys were you were baking yep. I, I think his dad was there one of your parents were there the mm. kids were my dad your dad and the kids were there and you guys were hustling. You knew where everything was, everything had its spot. So how is it now to be in this space where you literally have like way more room to do what you need to do?
2: It doesn't feel as homey yet. I've, I'm not gonna lie. Like mm-hmm. we still talk, it still feels new. Like somehow I have to break it in. Uh, like everything has its spot and it's fine. Um, we still take turns baking, which is fun. I mean, I we enjoy it. It's not just something we have to do. We like fight over that shift. <laughs> Means you get an afternoon nap. It's a good shift, <laughs> um, but it's to have space. Like it, it, it didn't occur to me seven years ago that I might have space. Like we were learning to work with what we had, and coming downtown, we got to choose what we had. And what an incredible luxury that is. To I want this here because I have the space to decide that. Not I have three hundred square feet, and I will figure out how to put right. in as many seats as I can. Totally.
1: <laughs> So, what is the capacity?
2: Uh, so, we our capacity here is thirty eight. Okay, yeah.
0: The store next door. Yes. Back in River Heights. Yes. Obviously, you got you know you guys were baking. You did catering. You still do catering. We
2: still do. Yeah, absolutely. If you, and
0: if you go on your site, it still says the store next door. Yes. And the reason for that is why.
2: So the reason for that is we <laughs> weren't. We were terrified of rebranding everything all at once, mm-hmm. and so we still wanted to convey to people that we bake and we bake all the same things every day and actually more things in greater quantities here than we ever did in the store. Because of the term. space? Because of the space and the people. There is more demand for my product, so grateful, in the exchange, than there was in over heights. And so they have kept us busier than we ever were before. But that means that we are up earlier baking, we're baking more products and more often. And so we just wanted to convey that that is still happening, but I mean there's definitely a rebrand coming in our future.
0: Yeah, what are you going to do? That's a, that's a nice problem to have, right? It, like baking a lot and baking often.
2: Yeah, we're we have good problems, we know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about your catering. You guys do cater.
2: We do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so we do full service catering for offsite events. I mean, we also host events in the space. Mm -hmm. Our capacity is 38, but that's a lovely number, especially in this time for Mm -hmm. planning intimate events. Um, And then we do uh, full service events offsite as well. And so anything from small dinner parties to 100 person outdoor weddings currently. (laughs) Right. Um, and more when uh, the time in life was different. And so it's, we have never shied away from variety in what we do with our day.
0: So how do you, fun. Yeah, How do you handle it? Like, of course, you were looking for work-life balance and of course you guys want to get home at night and be with the kids at night. Yep. But if you were getting smoked with catering events that were after hours, what- is What do, it, do I do? Yeah.
2: I have lovely parents that I'm <laughs> very grateful for. My kids have the best grandma and Zadie in the world. And, and my parents are incredibly supportive of what we do. Yep. Not that my husband's parents aren't. They just live in Toronto.
0: Yep. <laughs> what are you going to do, right? Yeah, yeah
2: they're, Can you guys come here and? Can you just for the weekend? <laughs> yeah. um, but no, we're very, I'm very grateful. And so are my kids that they have very active grandparents in their life who are supportive of us working and thrilled to play a vital role in my children's life. Yeah. Or I would be babysitter broke at this point. Oh, let me tell <laughs> right. you, 100%. Yeah.
0: How did you guys get through, well, get through, we're still going through the COVID yeah, crisis. Um, like, how was it for you guys?
2: It Like, we closed for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was scary and terrifying as it was for every restaurant. But because we have the world's most amazing landlords, um, we were assured that we had a home in our space, that they would work with us to figure out how we stay viable, reopen, move forward and succeed in our business, as opposed to many I've heard in our industry and other industries were just like, Nope, you owe us money, move on with your day.
0: That must've been a huge relief.
2: I am the luckiest person in the world. And I often say like, I know it, I am grateful for it. And like, I am so thankful to be where we are and that we have support of our neighborhood because without them i would have closed in april <sighs> like we needed them and they 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 knew it and they were beyond honored elise like we are so grateful for them
0: yeah that's unheard of you know what yeah. I mean? it's nice to hear a good story out of a bad time you yeah know what i mean
2: i haven't heard a story like mine i wish there were more mm-hmm. um but There are good people in the world, I promise. You just can't have my space because I (laughs) rent. And Or your people.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The bijou patio, do you think it could have existed? Do you think it would have been thought up or existed if this crisis didn't come about?
2: I don't. I think this crisis was wonderful for bringing specifically this neighborhood together. Mm -hmm. I think the exchange district biz did a phenomenal job responding. And I don't know. I can't speak to other neighborhoods because I'm not in them and I'm not involved with their biz, but I'm not an exchange district board member. I don't get anything from saying this. I don't like they, but they stepped up in such a way for this neighborhood to make sure it was viable and to connect restaurateurs and come up with some version of an idea. And I don't know if it was Mike from King and Banatine or Chris from the King's head. It was definitely one of the two of them, or maybe the combination that thought of the bar and the Bijou Patio. But
1: for those that... We, we were at Bijou just last week and it, it aired last weekend. So mm-hmm. for those that didn't catch that, Bijou Patio is a patio on the exchange where you you sit at a table, you can order drinks from local breweries, um, and then you use an online QR code to scan the menus for all the restaurants that participate. And then they have runners that run out and grab the food from the, the various restaurants. And so you can have a table of... Five people and food from five different restaurants, if you want. It's
0: mind-blowing. I know that's not, to me, that's mind-blowing that it works, that someone can actually, like the idea sounds great on paper to me. Yeah. But if someone said that to me, I'm like, you're never going to be able to pull that off.
2: And that was entirely that version of ordering, the ordering system, the runners, was completely the brainchild of Mike from King of Antime. He's like, this will work. And everyone was like, what do we need to do to help you? Because that sounds, and he just made it happen. And he is such an integral part of this neighborhood, and I will be eternally grateful for someone with such a inter- wonderful spirit.
0: And you got to eat there, all right? Um, in closing, let's uh, give people your information, your social media, your contact numbers, how they you know, get in touch with you for catering, all the good stuff.
2: Uh, so we are Lark at 91 Albert Street in The Exchange. You can follow us on Instagram at at LarkWPG. You can send us an email, lark at chewcatering.ca, or you can check out our website, chewcatering.ca.
0: That's perfect. That is Kristen Jamarika Lou. You are Krista Hall. I am. I am Kevin Bergen. We're going to take a break here on The Mean Ingredient.
1: On 680 CJOB.
0: This is 680 CJOB. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.